some of your favorite authors didn't actually write their books. And some of your favorite Twitter people probably don't write their tweets either because people like my guest today, Dakota, actually write their tweets for them. Dakota is going to share how you can actually write viral Twitter threads and what the heck a Twitter thread is in this episode. So let's do it. Dakota, man, I'm freaking pumped to get you on here because we've had a couple people in the past weeks talking about how to grow on Twitter and there's different tactics and strategies for how to grow your profile and account on Twitter. And one of those things that has been brought up and that I've personally seen is Twitter threads. So I'd love to pick your brain and get your expertise on how do you write bomb ass Twitter threads that help grow your following? I'm about to drop the sauce. So it all depends on what your goals are. So there's three types of Twitter threads. There are personal threads, there are growth threads, and there are authority threads. So personal threads, that's your story, who you are, your takes on things. Growth threads, those are the more basic ones, like 10 books you got to read or whatever. And then there's authority threads where you talk about a skill or you provide value to the audience. And the best types of threads, they cover all three aspects. So for example, you could have a thread on how I made my first million dollars doing Facebook ads. So it's got your story, it's authority, and it appeals to a lot of people because it implies making money. But basically, what makes a good thread is the idea. And you get good ideas by looking at what works for other people. So one way to get good ideas is find somebody in your niche and find someone that's very popular. Is there a way to like search for that easily within Twitter? So there's Twitter advanced search. It's part of the native app. You can Google it and it'll show stuff. You can type in keywords. So like thread, marketing, above a thousand likes and it'll show all those threads. Oh, wow. And you get to this in the, like on the web app as well, or just in the phone app? Uh, both. It's like a website kind of, it's part of Twitter though. So it's, uh, you can get it on whatever browser. It's not in the app. Like you have to actually search it. So that's one way to do it, find ideas. But another way that I like that not many people do is you find people on YouTube that are in your niche, the most popular ones. You go to their YouTube channel and you sort their videos by most popular. And that way you can see what topics do well. If it does well for their audience, well, it's going to do well for the audience you're trying to target. Assuming you have eyeballs in your account and there's different ways you can do that. But so that's one way to do get ideas for threads. You can also talk to your audience. Okay, what problems do you want to solve? Stuff like that. But once you have your idea, that's when you want to go to crafting your threads. So, okay, I have my topic, say, I want to write better. So seven ways to write better. Okay, I would, I would have my big idea. I wouldn't worry about writing the headline. I would just write in like the seven bullet points. Okay, use simple words. And you do this in like a Google Doc up front? Or something like that. Yeah, so I just do it in my Apple Notes, but it doesn't matter where you do it. You just want to get the main points of the ideas. You're getting your rough draft there. And that way you have a guiding principle to lead you for the rest of the thread. And once I have all the bullet points there, I start writing the bodies of the points. So there's a certain way you want to write the individual tweets in the thread. So say I have point one, use simple words. Okay, I would explain why majority of people read at a fifth grade level. 
So write simple, use an app like Hemingway to check your grade level and whatever other point. And then I would tie it together with a nice sweet one line. And what that does is it makes it retweetable because it's it's a complete tweet. So you want to think of it, the more retweetable each individual tweet is in a thread, the more chance you have of going viral because it's going to get shared more and it's going to get more eyeballs from that one tweet and it'll bring people to your original thread. And if all the tweets like that in the thread are retweetable, then you have a recipe for something that'll go viral. And then once I have all the bodies of the thread done, that's when I move to the Do you worry about like the character length and stuff at this point? Or are you just trying to get the ideas down and you'll kind of trim it up later? Yeah, I just get the ideas down and then, but usually I've written so many threads, so I know like, okay, this is probably over the word count. But no, I, I just get the main ideas down. And then when I'm putting in the scheduler, okay, I went over a bit here. I can change some words or I can remove some stuff. And yeah, it works out that way. Nice. So you get the the body idea down for the thread itself. Is there any way that you think about like when you, you kind of have this grand idea how to write seven things? I guess not every Twitter thread would be like the seven things. So it has a logical break point. Like how would you do like a big idea that isn't necessarily like the seven things or something like that? Is there like a, and I know this is probably just like all like intuition for you because you've written so many of them, but how do you like start to break down these ideas so they become like these kind of standalone elements like you're saying? I use a lot of storytelling. Like I've studied storytelling a bit and I've studied copywriting a lot. So the way I think of it, so you have your headline for your thread, which is going to capture attention for the reader. So you could say, say if it's a sleep thread, like ask them a question to kind of drive that curiosity. So are you sleeping less than seven hours a night? If so, you are damaging your body and your brain's health. Here's how to fix it. And then so that captures attention because how many people sleep less than seven hours a night? So like, oh, crap, that's me identifies that and oh i'm damaging my body and my brain's health makes it more relevant to them so they're going to click on the next tweet and then on that next tweet i treat it as a lead so i kind of pique the interest a bit more so maybe i'll list all the consequences of lack of sleep like you can more risk of diabetes heart fatalities stuff like that and then it drives that interest even more and then Maybe I'll, doesn't have to be points. I could just speak on, I don't have to speak in point form. I can just speak kind of like the body of a sales page and then use transition words like, but, or, and did you know, or stuff like that. So it just, and that kind of leads to the next, uh, next subtweet. Exactly. It's all copyrighted. Yeah. So you've got the big idea, which is the main tweet. Then we have all the, what do you call, I call them subtweets. What is like the part of the thread called? Do they have like, I want to make sure I'm using the right verbiage. I, I don't know. I, I've never figured it out. I just call it body tweets, so, but it's whatever you want. The tweets in the, the body or the subtweets, whatever we want to refer to them as. So we've got that kind of framed up. How long can a thread be? Like what's too little or too much? I know a lot of people, they go crazy. They do like 30, 30 damn tweets, but I typically do anywhere between seven to 20. 
And that way, because like people are on Twitter, they're a lot of them have short attention spans. They're like, okay, let's get on to the next one. But I've seen really long ones work. But I, from my experience, the ones that are between say seven to twenty, it's a good range to do that. Got it. So let's say we've got like a, a ten part tweet. Uh, we've built that out, and then you're going back, and then you're kind of crafting each section of that body like individually to get it. What is it? 240 characters is the limit for each, each one. Yeah. Yep. So then you're going back, you're crafting that, paring that down, you know, sprucing up the copy, all that, all that kind of stuff. Now, once you've got it together, you've got the tweet formatted, it's ready. It sounds like you're scheduling it in some type of app. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I use tweet hunter. Tweet hunter. Is that like a web app or just a phone app? Yeah, it's uh, right now it's just a web app and it works great. It's the best schedule out there, hands down. Cool. So so you, you schedule a tweet. Uh, it probably it drips them out or posts them all at once, whichever. does. So you've got it out there. Is there a strategy around getting attention to it? Or is it just like you post it and you kind of like cross your fingers that people see it and think it's cool also? If you're a small account, then it's really hard to get eyes on your stuff if you don't have a network. And... The way you have a network is you make friends with people along the way. So I've been fortunate to make friends with really solid people on Twitter that also have audiences. So it's kind of like a give and take thing where I retweet your stuff, you retweet mine and all that. So that's the biggest thing that people ignore. They think they're just going to grow on their own. But no, you have to make friends with other quality accounts. And over time, you'll grow your audience. And then it'll get easier to get that traction with your threads. Got it. If you're listening to this, go back and listen to the episode we did with Anton as well, where he talked about growing from him growing from zero to 50,000 followers on Twitter. And he, this was a big component of his as well as like building that network on Twitter. So that falls in line perfectly with the advice that, that he gave. So when you've got the tweet published, you've got a couple eyeballs on it from the, the network and the community that you've developed. Is there anything else that goes into making sure that it kind of seize the masses or is it kind of on to the next tweet after that? No. Uh, so I use a few psychological things. So I use numbers a lot in my threads. So in the headline, I use very specific numbers. I will use dollar signs usually if there's uh, something to do with money because it just separates from the words. Like it's a bit, it catches your eye a bit more when it's numbers, dollar signs, percents. I also use something called the bizarreness effect. So I use pictures that look weird because when you're scrolling on the timeline, you see something that stands out. You're like, what the hell is this? And they're more apt to look at what it is if it just looks weird. So I'll oftentimes look up weird images related to the topic I'm talking about. So in the first tweet of the thread, you'll have an image attached to Yeah, the headline, exactly. And then another way I like to call out people. So... Men, writers, marketers, whoever. I also use the words you and your a lot because it's directed to the reader. I'm not talking to everybody. I'm talking to you. And that engages people a lot more. What about like tagging other accounts? Like like say you wrote a thread about like something you learned from someone. Like is this like a, a strategy as well of like bring trying to bring in someone to that? Yeah, so a lot of people screw up and they try to tag every single account and it just looks like you're trying to get engagement. If I ever tag someone, it's only one person because it kind of just shows like I generally want to tag this guy. 
I had one thread blow up to 50,000 likes and I tagged one guy in it. He got 10,000 followers just for me tagging him. He also retweeted it, which helped a lot. And he's a bigger account, like 150,000. So I would recommend if you do tag people, just tag one person. Don't spam everybody because it just looks like you're just trying to get engagement. What about hashtags? Do they factor into anything? The only time you should use hashtags is if you're in crypto because crypto is a very passionate niche and people want to find other people in their own little community. Other than that, it just looks spammy. It looks bad and it doesn't help with engagement whatsoever. Got it. That's uh, that's super interesting. Cool. Anything else we should know about writing bomb ass Twitter threads? Focus on the idea. Like a lot of people, they, just, they write whatever they want, but you want to focus on the reader and their problems, their desires and do your market research. That's the biggest thing. And focus on the headline, like study copywriting, learn what ticks and you'll be golden. Any favorite like copy courses or books or anything like that? Yeah. So for writing, I, it's not copywriting, but on writing well, writing tools and 100 ways to improve your writing and then copywriting, cash advertising, anything from Joe Sugarman, uh, David Ogilvy, And those are the main ones for me. Literally just last night, I added cash advertising to my uh, Audible wish list. It's solid, dude. You'll love it. That's super cool. Awesome, Dakota. Where can people connect with you? I imagine you're going to say on Twitter. So what's your hand? <laughs> yes, uh, on Twitter at wrongs to write, W-R-I-T-E. And that's all I'm on right now. I feel like Twitter is like having a huge resurgence and taking off again. You think that's going to continue through the rest of this year and ahead? 100%. The features they're adding are pretty crazy, like spaces. They got live streams now. I believe they got some NFT stuff where you can add your profile picture and all that. So yeah, I think Twitter is heavily underrated and it's the perfect time to grow because not many people know how easy it is to grow on there if you do the right things. But yeah. Dude, love it. You guys connect with Dakota. I'll drop his info down in the show notes below in this episode. And dude, it was uh, great having you all here. Thanks for sharing some value. Thank you, man. Ready to launch your content funnel and turn your content into a revenue generating machine? Head to contentfunnels.co to snag a time on my calendar and let's chat about how my company can handle it for you. From A to Z, soup to nuts, head to toe, beginning to end. You get the idea.